teddy bear. Remember him? Honey, you need to stay away from that girl. I'm Nellen Gorin, and today in the KVMR studios, we're talking with the key players in an exciting new film, a thriller called Twisted. With us are the film's director and co-writer, Vibeka Moasha, the co-star and co-producer, Karen Lee Sharp, and the director of photography, Val Camp. Both Karen and Val are longtime Nevada County residents, and Vibeka is joining us by phone from her home in Copenhagen, Denmark. So welcome everyone. Hey. Hey, I'm Good excited morning. to talk to you all about Twisted because not only is it set here in the Sierra foothills, but was actually filmed here uh, in this area that we all know and love. And I'm sure that our KVMR listeners are going to find it very interesting to hear about this project, including the locations you use and also how people were involved locally. But before we get to that, let's start with what this movie is about and how it came into being. So Vibeka, let's start with you. What inspired you to write this script? Whoa, all right. Well, you know, it, it, it's been a very, very long journey. Um, and uh, I thought about it for many years before I started writing. And, and the inspiration behind this uh, psychological thriller is actually something pretty um, pretty dark. I grew up with a, a wonderful mother who unfortunately was um, mentally challenged and had, um, you know, what do you call it in English? Um, she, she would go into a psychosis like every 10 days and it would last for about two or three days. And my father was a pilot and wasn't home so I would be the one looking after my mother and bonded with her uh, very very closely and I'm still very close to my mother um, so the inspiration behind it was my own teenage years where obviously I had this bonding with this very fragile mother who um, who who became paranoid and thought that everybody was out to get us and get her and so forth. I took a, a long time to find out what, why do I want to do this movie and why a thriller? Why not just a drama about this, like one-to-one? -one? But I've made this film because I hope that young women and boys, they will watch this and see their own need for relinquishing themselves from a parent who is not able to be a parent to them and they the child becomes a parent so that's really their long inspiration behind it and to find the right expression and the right genre and the right uh, way to communicate this in a way that it's kind of like porridge in the morning easy to eat <laughs> Okay, yeah, so the plot centers on a mother and daughter, and can you tell us a brief summary of what the plot is without giving anything away, because it is a thriller, but just so people have a sense of what it's about. Yeah, so without giving any spoilers, it definitely, uh, I can tell you that it is beautifully shot by our cinematographer Val Camp in the most amazing locations in the Sierra Mountains, so even for that, it's a it's an adventurous film portraying a part of America that we don't normally see. Uh, but the, there's the storyline centers around the symbiotic 
loving relationship between a mother and a daughter. There is nobody in our movie who is evil, even though it's a thriller. It gets very scary because it's scary to live with somebody who is not in their right mind, but think they are. And so it centers around a, a single mother uh, who is a medical doctor, highly intelligent, white woman in Northern California, and her teenage daughter who's just turned 18 and who's doing what teenage daughters want to do. You want to have friends and you want to go hang out with them after dark and so forth. And things unravels in the story during an art week where the students are uh, encouraged to draw their subconscious. And, on, you know, during that week, Hannah starts drawing and there are things that comes to the surface and Hannah realizes she's, you know, she's got to get some help somewhere from the outside world. But that, of course, puts the pedal on her mother and just escalates the situation uh, incredibly. So that's the thriller. It's a mother-daughter relationship. So you're using art to deal with your own experience growing up with a mentally unstable mother. And then in the film, it sounds like it's a little bit of the reverse, uh, potentially, which is the daughter is exposing some mental instability in her art. Is that right? Well, yeah, it's disturbing. I will say, and people who know me <laughs> will say the same, you don't come out of a house that burns without, you know, being bruised in some way or form. You don't become a perfectly whole, wonderful human being uh, growing up in a home that is full of turmoil and um and and phobias or fears or paranoia or anger or whatever form or shape uh, a parent's energy can be projected onto a child so in the in the film it's very much like i have had my eight years walking towards clarity and understanding and forgiveness of my own mother um and hannah you know, is on that journey of where she's drawing her way instead of writing a script. So, but I do think the subconscious is our greatest gift if we will, you know, if we will somehow access it. So many thrillers that we're used to seeing are focused on male versus female uh, violence or threat, but you've called Twisted a female-driven thriller, which makes it unusual. And you also have said that it's a small community of women here in the Sierra that have brought this film into being. So I'm wondering if you could talk a bit about that. Who is involved locally? Yes, so I can, and I don't want to take all the time because I want the amazing world-class actress uh, who lives in the Sierra Mountains, Karen Lee Sharp, um, whom I was very fortunate to find through. I went on you know, or something called Online Casting America. Uh, I think their headquarters is in Sacramento. And I actually went through something close to 3,900 women sending in casting tapes um, because obviously I was limited with had very little finances. And so I knew this is, yes, I'm a, I'm a female. I wrote a female-driven story. And I really, really, this is my little entertaining gift to, to girls and boys, you know, about this issue of a parent who is not really suitable to to be parenting. 
Um, so, you know, Karen sent in, Karen Lee Sharp sent in her casting tape. And I sent it to my Danish producer, Lena Borglum, who's done, you know, Drive and Only God Forgives and all these big movies that goes to Cannes and wins the Golden Palm. And um, and she just called me back and she goes, she is incredible. Who is she? And I don't want to say it in this uh, radio program, but I had A-list female actresses attached to the film. And we were looking for financing, financing. And my producer and I, we were like, listen, let's take the little money we have and go to the Sierra Mountains because there is Karen Lee Sharp. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Norwegian actress Liv Ullmann. She's very famous oh, uh, in, in a big part of the world. But yes. but in Karen, I saw that same fragility mm. um, that Liv Ullmann is able to portray. And I was like so excited. And then in return, Karen was like, listen, I live up here. You should come here and, and you should check out our locations. They are truly amazing. I was looking to shoot down in Auburn and on the American River, and I'd scouted there. And she just started driving around, sending me photos of cabins and houses and gold mines and utility stores. And I would say Twisted has come about with, I think, about 15 women, and then Val Camp and his assistant. It, it really is a community project. It is, it is really incredible. Um, what you know, the the local doctor, the local nurse, the local sheriff, the local uh, Karen. You will have to help me. Just really, the community came together, and together we made this film. Mm-hmm. Like Ben Franklin got on board the 16 to 1 mine. And I will say I was a professional location scout as well as an actor. So I was. I said, Vib, let's, uh, let's shoot it here because it's way better than um, Auburn. <laughs> Nothing against Auburn. And so, and plus, yes, we have so many wonderful community resources with people who love the arts in our community that we all treasure here at KVMR and you know, the theater companies and the artists and the music venues, we are so blessed that people say we get the arts here in Nevada County. And Vibica fell into our arms and we just embraced this lovely, wild Danish nor- northern lights lady. And um, voila, it, this this love affair began, right, Val, where we all... Absolutely, absolutely. So, Karen, I, I want to ask you about the acting in a minute, because, but I know that as well as co-starring in the film, you're a co-producer, and so is that how that came about, because you knew the location? Yeah, I started out as actor, then location manager, and then uh, she had a grant from Lena in, um, De- in Denmark and that just got us the, the shoot done for indie filmmaking, which was fantastic to have that. We were able to pay Val and his crew and the actors a, a ULB, which is considered ultra low budget. And so everybody came to work and work their off <laughs> <laughs> and for for how many? Three weeks, right, Val? I think it was a little more a than little that. A little more than say. three weeks yeah. the first time. And so, yeah, we, then we had to, Vivica went back to Europe and she got all of the editing and post-production done where we had to raise more money. And it's just been this commitment of four years. We actually had 
Mm-hmm. We came back during COVID and shot more of the script because we realized sh- she screened it back there, and they said, no, we, we need some more from you. So we came back during COVID, all of us, did our pickups, added a lot to the script. And then I think we did one more. I loved this story where Vibica was on her phone, like she is right now, on WhatsApp, directing us from Copenhagen in the middle of the night. Right, Vibica? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The last few pickups. <laughs> but this has been yeah. four years of, of production um, and completion and post, and not to mention the four years she spent, you know, percolating this dark, uncomfortable, important story about breaking the cycle of what we get born into with parents who might not all be here or kids who might not all be here, you know, it's it's um it's a big subject, and I think we're we're watching that unravel before our very eyes, right now in America and across the world with mentally unstable families. It's a big subject, and it's one that many people can relate to, um, including many of our local listeners. Unfortunately, sadly, as yeah. you say, but um, art can be very cathartic and therapeutic mm, to beautiful. both create, as Vibica has been saying, and you're saying, and to watch. So I just, on, before we leave the location point, I wanted to say, so the entire film was was filmed locally. Yep. We Nothing did, in a studio. No, we were at private residences. Um, we were on, um, we did shoot in Auburn at the courthouse. Yes. Yeah. And so Val, what was it like filming here locally? Well, it was a little bit of a challenge, but it was a huge privilege for me. Um, being able to shoot locally and be close to my my kids um, was um, something that I usually don't have the pleasure of doing because I travel a lot internationally. To be able to shoot here was um, it was a little challenging crew-wise. Um, I had to get um, not only I had Cayman Hodges was um, is a local um, cameraman here, and I was able to bring him in as my first assistant to uh, pull focus for me. And um, but I didn't have any grip in electric, so what I did was um, I was able to recruit um, Case Scott and uh, Wyatt Miller, who didn't know anything about production or filmmaking at all. Brought them over to my house for a few hours um, the month prior. I think we did three or four meetings at my house. And I kind of brought them up to speed on what's a sandbag, what's a, a C stand, what's a what's a flag, what's a light, and we went through the process of what I needed from them. Kind of gave them a crash course in in what I needed, and they came through amazingly. <laughs> it was amazing what they were able to pick up in, in a short period of time. Yeah, after the experience, I think that, you know, I could probably put them on any film set now and they would, you know, be able to fit right in without a problem, know the lingo, know the process. And yeah, it was pretty amazing. Perhaps we can encourage more filming here then in this county. Well, I'd love to. That's a good thing to plug right now is Ramona Howard over at the Nevada County Media Center. We did hold our auditions there. She is actually the person who found Val for us. So I've got to give kudos yes, to sure. her on that. We we said, Vivica and I were just like, oh, my gosh. We saw his, was it a short? It was a short, a short that, that he shot, shot yeah. that was just stunningly beautiful. His lighting, his 
visual, use the words I need, Val, <laughs> that he captured. <laughs> My interpretation. His interpretation was just yeah. beautiful. Vivica and I really looked at um, how we wanted the look and feel of the film to go about. And um, we spent a lot of time dissecting um, how to shoot this and the style that we wanted to do. And um, I think we achieved that. Um, I think we were able to work uh, collaboratively very well. And um, it was definitely a pleasure to um, collaborate and really make something pretty unique. And, and I was very fortunate to get her vision on film, I think. When he talks about the style, too, they really went for that winter, cold, dark look. No leaves, no color like we have right now. It was, it was bleak, and you guys captured that. And yet his lighting, Vivica calls him a Picasso, because the way he lights is just so cool. And the, the way Val works a set is like Leonardo da Vinci oh, <laughs> going oh my to goodness. work with lights. And shields and you know and again because we didn't have a big but i'm i do big movies too where i have like a big crew and two cinematographers and lots of drip and you know and electric and all that and you know trucks full of lights and stuff and here comes val with his pickup and his, his lamps and he does the magic i have some behind the scenes photos that we're going to post after the release that is just mind blowing of this man crawling around setting up lights and um what do you call them val the shields that you use to break the light in 17 different angles <laughs> it's it, val is a is a poet he's a visual poet you're lucky to have him we just got so lucky and and truly the county has all these different little pockets of people doing their thing and threading us together so we were very lucky to find him besides the pool of talent of artists here and potential artists who may not have been involved in this before what did you find about the physical environment of shooting in this area in the foothills well, well, what can we say? <laughs> Here, I'll let me are, you, are you thinking about the weather? Is that oh, what I was thinking, thinking of about? just that you're filming in a forest, and uh, it's it's as you said, it's an area that's not usually used um, in films, and I'm sure there were pluses and minuses to it. I mean, I remember we're going up to the gold mine. What is it called? Sixteen and nine? Is that what it's called? <laughs> and I mean, we just couldn't have snow for continuity. We, I mean, I would have loved to film in snow, but then you have to have snow in every scene. You, and for continuity, you know, it can't be snowing in one cut and you cut to the next one and there's no snow. But yeah, we did have some challenges. And when we were going up to the to the mine, we were going through snow and we were going, oh no, oh no, oh no. But as we came up, you know, the snow had disappeared where we were. And I don't know, I think we were, I, yeah, I just think we have been very, very, um, lucky or blessed or whatever word you want to use, but I, you know, there are so many astounding um, locations, great views, and again, Val was a blessing from Ramona. I was like, I would sure like to, you know, use a local DOP if there is one. <laughs> and then I had a meeting with Val, and we really hit it off together, and he got the vision. 
and um, and knows the area, which is a great plus. And everybody loves him, you know, in the area too, which is also a great plus. And then he's an incredible drone operator. So we got the Yukon River. We got, you know, some of the wonderful places where I was just going to Val. We got to go there and shoot. And we're like, we don't have time. But, you know, get up. It's very, very early and go and get the drone out. So, yes, it is what you, Karen also mentioned. It is a, a low-budget movie. We did get funding from Creative Europe here. And and when I had found Karen, I really had the choice of waiting another five years to find $2 million or go shoot it for the little money we had from the grant uh, with, with Karen's enormous help and the way she just engaged the community <laughs> she's a she's a, a a power tower uh you know connecting people and getting everybody on board the vision she really is so um i know that our local listeners will be very curious what specific locations you filmed in because i have seen a few movies that that were filmed where i lived and i'm looking at the screen very sharply, trying to see where they were. So I wonder if you could spill the beans on what some of those locations were. Well, I mean, we shot in some downtown Nevada City areas, and we did shoot again down in Auburn, and we were up in Allegheny was another um, local spot that we shot in. But um, the local residence uh, was actually in Nevada City, so... um, I don't believe there was much Grass Valley. We um, had Ben Franklin's in the yes, fabric ben, department. Yeah, yeah. We had a doctor's office. I'm trying not to name names because I don't know that people necessarily want their names mentioned. Historic downtown house in the county. Uh, yeah. we, my house, <laughs> my bathroom, um, <laughs> my bathtub. That's a truly low budget film. When you <laughs> film in your own bathroom. <laughs> it's just, it was really cool because we, we really had the community support of everybody saying, yeah, come on, come on, come on. And we saved a lot of money. It was great. And we also filmed in a, in a historic a hunting cabin, mm. which used to be a brothel out in, what is it called? Was it called Bear Valley? What is it called? Bear Valley or something? Yeah, Bear Valley. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. an old hunting cabin. And that was really cool with Doug, our friend Doug. And he gave us full permission, bought him a six-pack of beer, and we were good to go. <laughs> Those are Nevada County rates. Yeah. I give you a six pack of beer and you can film in my location. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and I understand that that cabin isn't there anymore, right? right. Oh, that that cabin has been torn down. Oh, is that goodness. correct, Val? Yes, that's correct. Oh, so we have it. Just Which is nick sad. Of time. Just that's a his, that should have been a local museum. Oh. It's so, so there, um, I will say, and yes, we are filming also inside a private historic mansion in Nevada City and uh, we have a wonderful taxidermist from Grass Valley who literally gave me you know what 20 trophies I mean people were so helpful we needed and we needed an antique gun and we had a you know a war veteran uh, I don't know if I can name names but he facilitated that and it, it was just really a very beautiful, um, a beautiful coming together. Uh, and I do want to mention that, too. We actually have on our very small crew and cast, we had three veterans um, on this film and something that I'm very proud of uh, because, again, not everybody comes out of a war, you know, 
uh, untainted uh, and there was wonderful sharings about that and what war does to people uh, and, and I just you know it was really a beautiful group of people uh, of great diversity we have Cree Amstead an amazing talent from Auburn who is of uh, uh, indigenous descent and just really yeah I was so 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 pleased did you end up with, casting um, any uh, small parts from local people playing small roles in the film chris rector has um one of the um moments where he and actually you divulge this and so i'm not divulging anything right he go ahead vib you you talk about don't chris. reveal anything okay, he yeah. has a small part in the film yes. yeah yeah so he's a local <laughs> kid and, or he's a grown man now. And uh, then we flew people, or no, we didn't fly them in. They flew in from from New Orleans, Madeline Masson, who is from New Orleans. We have um, Lexi and her boyfriend at the time came in from um, the Dakotas. A gal came in from Texas. So Vibica did a national search and and she got people who have experience we're not a list but we were people who are trained actors who know our craft and came in and went to work so vivica i will say you you're a trained actor uh karen is a trained actress and um madeline, madeline masson had just graduated from school i believe in luciana but the rest were young kids who auditioned online uh, to get their chance and some amazing local talent, Joshua Malekas, who just wrote me this morning that is repped by my agency, Ares Talent, in Los Angeles as of yesterday. Sacramento. So congratulations to him. He has like the male, young male lead. And it's just, I looked at him and I go, wow, why are you not, you know, why are you not repped? And why are you not in Disney movies? You're this great looking young guy who is such a natural talent. Yeah. The sheriff. <laughs> Doug. Oh. Doug. Yeah, Doc Boutin is also, uh, I guess, from Sacramento, right? Oh, Jake. Oh, he's fabulous. Jake Jake Howard. Howard. Jake Howard, yes. Jake Howard. Wait till you see Jake Howard. One to watch. Again, you go, wow. It's just because he lives up in the mountains in Northern California that he's not a star. There's so much genuine young talent in in the film. And I would say Jake Howard and Joshua Malekas are, you know, and of course, Chris Hector is is local. And then Karen, who's a real actress. So, so yeah, I'd like to throw to Karen now because uh, in so many ways, she's the focal point of this film. And you play the mother, who's named Sylvia, and you co-star with Madeline Masson, who's been mentioned, who plays your daughter, Hannah. So I'm wondering, as an actor, what was compelling to you about playing this part? Well, Vivica and I actually got together early on, and one of the words she uses, we have to defend Sylvia. And that got me thinking, okay, what's the unraveling here? And I grew up with a very damaged, psychologically mentally ill mother as well who was an orphan and abandoned as a child in Atlanta, Georgia and she was not real capable of parenting so as an actor you know you have to draw on if you use your Stanislavski method what what's familiar and so that was so familiar for me the damage of my mother and so we were able to bring that in and 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 many of us on the set talked about growing up with females who 
had some issues. And not, not that there aren't the dads out there with issues, but we just all happen to have these mother issues. And so that was so compelling to me to do part of the healing, to defend Sylvia, to really, and I still do, I defend this person because, you know, we all have our story and what happened to us as children? What, what, what is the story? I've heard actors say, even if they're playing the most terrible villains, that they have to, what you're saying, they have to understand their character and in some ways they have to like them. Um, Do you feel that? I have empathy for her, a lot of compassion. And and, um, even though she is scary, but she's fragile and she's, you have to come watch the film to find out why. Did it retroactively help you understand your own mother better to play this part? Oh, I've done so much therapy over the years. I've already was very on to my mom and felt really comfortable diving into this role. I was so beautiful to dive into this character. Thank you, Vibika. <laughs> and and yeah, Vibika, you're very welcome. <laughs> I will say Vibika is a, I feel so lucky to get a lead role in my first feature film and work with this incredible director because she and I were connected at the hip and we just kept diving deeper and deeper and I trusted her so much and she got me so many levels that 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 I learned during this process thanks and I think you are also mom yourself I'm a mom I'm a pretty healthy mom (laughs) (laughs) my job has been to raise a healthy family and I made that very clear intention when I left my first marriage, mm-hmm. and and I went, okay, what am I doing here? How am I repeating the cycle? How do I break the cycle? What What's going on? And I looked, and I did the work, and I've raised two remarkable daughters who are empowered and beautiful and smart and kind and clean and healthy, and we're not perfect, but we don't, we do not mess with each other's heads. We, we're, we're clean people. Now, I haven't I haven't had the privilege of seeing the movie yet, but I have the feeling that a piece of it is how a parent deals with a possible um, bad act by their child, imagined or real. And so I'm wondering if if that was something you dealt with, the considering as a parent in particular. I think the thing that's missing in society is that parents aren't parenting. And so when a child misbehaves, it's because the parent isn't there to help navigate them through that. And as a society and as parents, we have to be the ones to role model the love, the acceptance, uh, you know, the, 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 the real boundaries of how we get through being healthy people. And so for me, that's very clear on, on, on Karen. Sylvia, on the other hand, no, no, she forgot to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's why we can make a thriller yeah. about her. Yes. <laughs> you don't make thrillers about people who went to therapy and became healthy. That's too boring. Yeah. Well, I will say, you know, it, Twisted is a freedom thriller. We have a young woman who does need to realize, you know, not, not turn 40 or 50 before she realizes what is her life situation. And a lot of young kids today, you know, you're so... You're so, um, um, and, you know, you're embraced by your family as you grow up and you don't really know, you don't have perspective. Then you turn teenager and some young kids are able to test their, you know, their wings and their freedom and, and form their own personality and form their own life 
however they want to form it and find out who am I, what do I want to do, and how do I identify, and what do I identify as, and and all that. So this is an, a freedom thriller, and it is for you know it is for young people. It isn't some big deep drama for 50 year olds quite frankly it is made for it's made for teenagers to be entertaining um and it's not it's really not about what does young hannah do it really is about how does she realize what's actually going on in time and go see the movie to find out but I will you know, say, I, I will interject, the people that watch this trailer and people who love psychological thrillers, and let's make the point, this is not a horror film. This is a psychological thriller. It's smart. And and I have so many people who tell me, I love this genre, because this happens to be my genre. It's my genre, too. It's I my favorite. It <laughs> because you have to think. It's uncomfortable. It's not fluffy. And it's layered. And you have to get in there and really sort of dissect it as you watch it. When you say it's a VLB, very low budget film, what just to give our listeners an idea, what is that number? ULB. Yeah, an ultra low budget uh, movie has, according to SAC, Screen Actors Guild, has to be uh, produced for under $250,000. And that maybe sounds like a lot of money to a normal person, but to make a movie takes a lot of people and a long post production and very expensive grading and mastering and composing and that's another thing we have the local Alison Clancy musician we didn't mention her thank you amazing Alison Clancy born and raised in Nevada City has delivered seven original songs to Twisted and it gives it just that right sound and vibe and rhythm of that young girl living in the Sierra Mountains dreaming about breaking out and becoming herself um we have produced this movie for just under a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and my first feature film was four million dollars so you know this is <laughs> and hughes are this is how you do it our hughes our sales guys in new york they couldn't believe we did this for under a hundred i mean for under a million because of the fact that it just looks like it's at least a million dollar indie film and so yeah. how, how is, I know the film is just coming out now, it's just being released, um, and how is it being received? What feedback have you gotten? Beb? We're waiting to see. <laughs> so we have yeah. Amazon Prime, Tubi, iTunes, and a couple of others who will be streaming it on their platforms, and so we release it on, on the 2nd of December, and then we start getting the... The responses we're, we're hoping to receive with, wow, you got to watch this movie. This and is so I amazing. believe you have a local event? Screening on December 11th at the Del Oro, Azriel and Michael. Thank you, Val. Do you want to talk about how great they've been? They, um, Michael and Israel, have been so helpful in um, embracing our local talent and allowing us to um, take time out of their schedule and uh, and from their screening schedule as well to give us time to come in screen the film to the local audience which i think is amazing because it's just um and just another level of support for all the local um talent and community here it's 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 really amazing 
we're very excited to launch it uh, with about 350 people on that big screen in Grass Valley. We've been discussing the new film, Twisted, a thriller, a psychological thriller, that is not only set here in the Sierra foothills, but was filmed here with great local support, both in front of and behind the camera. And I want to thank my guests, the film's director and co-writer, Vivica Mwasha, the co-star and co-producer, Karen Lee Sharp, and the director of photography, Val Camp, the Picasso of the Sierra Foothills. It's been great talking to all of you today. Thanks for being here at KVMR. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us.